Welcome to another episode of the First Time Father Podcast. Uh, whoever said uh, babies grow up fast, they are not uh, kidding with you. My son is growing up really, really fast. Um, to bring you up to speed, uh, last time we spoke, my son had returned five months. Uh, it's been a bit of time since I put up a podcast. I've been crazy busy with a lot of different things. We're going to get into that. But now my son is eight months old. So um, I just had lunch with my wife about an hour ago. And um, I had said to her, you know, he's already uh, he's already got a second tooth coming in. I said, I feel like one day I'm going to open up the bedroom door uh, to his room and I'm going to come in and he's going to have a diploma. I don't understand where the time is going. I, uh, I mean, it's great. I always say it's great to see my son's progress and see him uh, getting uh, bigger and stronger and, and learning. But at the same time, man, it's sad. It's just so sad to see this little guy grow up so fast. I you know I don't know uh, where the time has gone. It's uh, you know it's uh, it's just crazy. It just it really it, it blows your mind. And my wife and I were talking about it last night a little bit. How uh, how she was. My wife was sad. She was really sad, uh, almost teary eyed that he's growing so fast. And he's you know we have to start thinking about his first birthday party already. I mean just it completely blows my mind um that i've had this this uh this beautiful little baby boy for 8 months already oh man so much to catch you up on so let's just let's just dive right into it and um and uh, bring you up to speed last time i did a podcast i um excuse me i was talking about my son um i was feeding him off the spoon he learned how to eat off the spoon well he has completely mastered that at this point uh now uh, you know his his recognizing um things has become so much stronger and so much better so the minute he sees his bottle or the minute he sees the spoon and the food he, he knows it's it's time to eat and you know he immediately um i had said before once before that i taught him to say ah and uh, you know he you know he opens his mouth and he makes a little ah sound. But now he sees that spoon and that mouth is open immediately. Even when the spoon is not for him, even when uh, the spoon is possibly for you, uh, he opens his mouth. One night I was sitting um, uh, in my living room uh, with a little bowl of macaroni and cheese and uh, just watching some TV. I had him sitting next to me on the couch and I went to feed myself. Uh, a spoonful of the mac and cheese, and as I was bringing the spoon closer to my face, my son had his mouth open. He was uh, trying to get in front of the spoon, so he just immediately thinks any type of food on a spoon is for him. So uh, we have to be very mindful of uh, of what he's doing when we're feeding ourselves. So um, yeah, so my son now, not only is he eating off the spoon very well, which we're very grateful and thankful for and proud of. Is uh, he's starting to feed himself, which is great. He he'll, he's able to pick up little things like Cheerio and, and and put it in his own mouth. I mean, at first you had to feed it to him, but slowly but surely, my wife and I we taught him how to you know pick up a, a, a piece of food and and put it in his own mouth, and he's really um, going to be quite good at it. At first, it was a little tricky. You know, if he held it too deep in his palm, he couldn't get it into his mouth. Or sometimes, if his hand was uh, sticky from saliva, he couldn't get the you know the piece of food off of his hand. But he's uh, he's really really doing well, and uh, he's really got a handle on that, uh, so to speak. But he's um, you know he's he's getting so good at that, such a healthy uh, appetite, which my wife and I are really thrilled about. I mean, he just he really is uh, open to eating a lot of different foods. He hasn't even snubbed his nose at anything or, or toned, turned his nose up uh, at anything. He really eats whatever you give him, which is, is just amazing. I mean, you know, sometimes I hear, you know, some parents have a hard time. Their kids would eat certain things or certain, uh, you know, certain uh, flavors of food. They would eat certain textures of food or just have a hard time. You know, I've heard some others had a hard time breastfeeding. I've heard some others had a hard time, uh, you know, giving uh, a kid taking the bottle or, uh, you know, eating off a spoon. But, but thankfully... We're having a really uh, a really nice go of it over in our house. Uh, the other great thing is my son, uh, he did it a little bit earlier on, but he's really gotten good at it now. Is uh, He's able to hold his own bottle. He'll feed himself the bottle, which is great. And now he's also got the sippy cup of juice, so he's... Uh, He's got a little uh, a little choice as far as beverages are concerned. He's <laughs> he's uh, got some options. Um, here I am I, again. You know, I always start off the show completely gushing and bragging about my son, but I guess that's the whole point of the show, right? It's just uh, to celebrate my 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 kid. I love him to death. So, uh, really great 
that he's eating all this food. The other great thing is, I know in the last uh, episode I had talked about um, the fact that he was really rolling over pretty quickly. I mean, he became like lightning fast, would just flip himself over. And one of the drawbacks of that, like I had stated uh, earlier, was that he would sometimes lose the pacifier in the middle of the night. He would knock it out of his mouth, and then he couldn't find it. But thankfully now, uh, after a, a couple months, he's really mastered picking the pacifier up and putting it back in his mouth. At first, he would put it back wrong. He put the uh, the handle part, tried to put the handle part in his mouth. But now he's actually getting the the uh, pacifier into things in his mouth. So he's on the right end of business. He's uh, you know really making great strides and great progress. Oh, uh, the big surprise my wife and I had uh, a couple of weeks ago was that, you know, we ha- he has a certain bedtime and even during the day he has a certain nap time. Like right now he's having one of his afternoon naps. And uh, one night my wife went and she laid him down and, um, you know, we have the monitor. We can, we have a video monitor. It's got audio. It's got the little infrared. You can see him at night and, you know, like sniper vision, <laughs> pretty intense stuff. Uh, so, you know, we can see in the dark in case anything's going on in his room or if he needs us. And we had the monitor set up, and uh, we checked the monitor really quickly because he started to cry, and just to peek in on him, and he was standing up in the crib. <laughs> so that was a that was a pretty big uh, surprise for us. We he had been working on trying to stand, uh, uh, trying to stand up, grabbing onto things, trying to pull himself up, and then one night there he was just yeah, holding on to the side of the crib, just standing there, and he was you know giving out a little cry because he you know wants us to come in and, and pick him up. Uh, but yeah, it, it, I don't know where the time goes. Uh, you know, one night, you know, he was just laying there and he couldn't, he couldn't really move around. And the next thing you know, he's flipping himself over and he, he started to, you know, take little strides towards crawling. But now he's completely mastered the crawl. He's, you know, he flies around the house. He's, he's pretty quick, which is discouraging and disheartening to my dogs. I have two little Yorkie poodles. And um, while they, you can tell that they care about him and they uh, they worry about him if he's crying, but the minute he's on the loose, uh, they take off. He they he got a handful of hair on one of those little guys once, and uh, he just yanked it out. You know, he doesn't. You know, babies don't know their own strength. He just wanted to feel the dog, and he gets very excited. Myself, when he sees, he likes animals. He gets excited when he sees not only my dogs, but my sister's dogs, other people's dogs. He just he's he's an animal lover. He really loves dogs. And he got really excited. He grabbed my my little guy, and he yanked out a whole handful of hair. So, needless to say, my dogs aren't too pleased when my son is crawling around, or if my son's in his walker. We had got him this. Uh, my wife got him this cool little walker, and we put him in it. And he just zooms around the house. He's and he's so quick. You know, you have to. Now we're at the stage where it's uh, I call it happy hands. He's just grabs on to everything and anything I, you know i have an earring and he, he took out my earring twice he takes out my wife's earrings uh if you're wearing a necklace he's gonna choke you with it if uh you know if you're a little puppy he's gonna grab on to you if you're uh you know anything on the coffee table you know we're at that stage where we really have to watch him and watch everything that's around him we already started doing the baby proofing of the house you know we put in the the little uh the little uh, plugs for the electrical sockets we did the uh, the the cushion corners on the coffee table, so you know he's uh, not not a hundred percent mobile yet. He still needs a little assistance, whether it be with a walker or uh, with one of us holding him. But uh, he's getting there, you know. And you know, like you know, just like I was surprised at how fast he learned to crawl or how fast uh, he learned to stand up. Before I know it, he's going to be uh, fully running around this house. So uh, you know, we're taking the proper precautions to make sure everything's safe for him. Um, but just couldn't be happier. And I had mentioned before, he, uh, my, I said, you know, he's working on his second tooth already. It just, it's, it's just mind blowing. You know, here he is, this little guy. He's just gumming everything to death. And one day, he just starts seeing the little tooth come in. And his one little tooth on the bottom is almost completely in. And then here we go. We have a second one coming right behind it. So it's just a great. It's so great to see, you know, he's got this, you know, again, here I go uh, gushing and bragging, but my son's got the greatest little smile, uh, you know, he just lights up the room, uh, at least that's the way I feel, but I I think some other people feel that way too, I mean, especially my wife, but, you know, friends of ours and, and, and people who know him, uh, you know, he just seems to warm everybody up. Uh, friends of ours who said they would never, ever have kids see him and think, they're kind of thinking about it, so it's uh, it's interesting to see how he warms uh, he warms people's hearts. Um, it, it just makes you love more that more. He he's such a 
happy baby and, and um as that's not just me saying that that a lot of people have, have seen him or have met him or have played with him or held him they say he's very he's a very quiet baby um you know as far as being behavior wise sitting still when we're out in restaurants or whatever or a public place and you know and then you know he just he's got the greatest little laugh and he's the greatest little personality and people just take to him they love him and he they think he's um he's a happy little guy so my wife and i are extremely grateful that he seems to have a, a great personality even at, a, at this young age and that he's a people person he, he doesn't mind being held by different people i know that's another issue um some people have uh, problems when you know when the they try to you know if, if someone's babysitting their child or you know you try to pass the child off to somebody else uh, in the family, you know, if, if it's not the mother or father, the, the kid will cry or scream or carry on. And he, thankfully, you know, knock on wood, he's he's just great with people. Um, he, he enjoys the company of other people. He loves to be held and played with, and he's very personable. Um, and that's just not to say he doesn't have his moments where he, he, he'll he cry or he'll get really fussy and have a little tantrum. But he's a baby, you know, that's that's par for the course that's to be expected but for the most part though i i gotta say he's just a really good baby um and if he's ever going to listen to this uh you know back when he's older tyler you were a really really good kid uh and i always knew you were going to be i told your mom when you were um when you're still in her stomach i said you know i said i have a feeling he's going to be a really good baby and i was right you know this is one time where i'll, I'll say uh, i was right and he is such a good good kid and I, I hope that continues. I hope he grows up to be a, a great young man. Uh, and I just, uh, man, I'm so proud. I can't, I can't even say enough uh, good things about him. Uh, so, yeah, in this little uh, absence of time between episodes, uh, which I do greatly apologize, just stuff has gotten uh, busy, you know, especially now the holidays are drawing near. Um, I have a lot of birthdays in my family and, uh, you know, uh, a lot of different commitments going on, which I'll touch on in a little bit. But we did some cool firsts with the baby. Uh, you know, one day my wife and I were, had both happened to have a Sunday off, which almost never happens. And we decided that, uh, you know what, let's take him, let's take him to the park. Let's take him out. It was a, a nice early fall day, so it wasn't too cold. It was still in, in that warm period. We were having a nice early fall warmth period and uh we took him to the park and i said let's not just take him to any park let's take him to the park that i grew up in that i i um that i used to play in when i was a kid so we you know we went down uh to this uh park in the bronx that i used to go to and, and be taken you know, my grandparents my mom and my dad would take me to when i was a kid and um we took him on the swings it was the, his first time on the swings and oh man he loved it he just had the greatest time on the swings i uh the biggest smile he wasn't afraid he wasn't scared uh such an adventurous little kid i gotta say we, we tried to do a lot of different things with him and so far he's been he's been just great with everything uh, we you know i had mentioned in another episode that we got a pool we had a baby pool and then an adult sized pool he was great in both pools the temperature of the water in the bigger pool wasn't really to his liking it was a bit cold but once he got used to it oh man he kicking his feet and going around his little floaty and he had a great time and now taking him on the swings completely uh completely enjoyed the swings just loved being on the swings he actually fell asleep uh and he was having so much fun we just kept you know pushing him and, and he was just swinging and then you know, he got a little tired and he conked right out in the middle of the swing. So that that was a sign that uh, he was enjoying himself. Oh, so um, we did um, we did some cool things with him like that. We've taken him on. We've done some lunch picnics at my wife's job. He loves to grab the grass and he get his hands dirty. Uh, besides having the happy hands um, that I like to call it at the moment, my son's also. Uh, at that stage where everything goes in his mouth, he doesn't care what it is. Uh, so, you know, he'll pick something off the coffee table and put it in his mouth, and he'll he'll pick up a, uh, one of his own shoes and put it in his mouth. He'll, you know, you have a chain on your neck, like I said, he'll choke you with it, but then he'll try to put it in his mouth. Uh, everything uh, is going to end up in his mouth. So besides him being able to grab everything, he's now grabbing it and putting it in his mouth. The crazy, he's so strong. It's so crazy how strong this kid is. He's got such an intense little grip for such a little guy. Uh, he'll grab onto something like your necklace or your earring, and it's like, a, you know, you want to hurt his little hand, but it's almost impossible to get him off you. He's like, a, 
Oh, he's like a vice. I, I, I'd say his tool of hands like vice grips. He just doesn't let go. But um, yeah, he's uh, he's uh, oh, he's. I'm just. I'm. I don't even know how to. I can't even talk right. I'm gushing about him. Um, but another great first. And this was this was such a uh, a fun thing for me, and I was really excited to to be doing this. Uh, I didn't expect to do this early, but we took him to the movies. Now, uh, you know, as I've said uh, before, I'm I'm trying to be an uh, and I'm an, I'm, I shouldn't say I'm trying to be. I am an actor. Uh, I'm just trying to uh, become a uh, a more known actor. I guess is the best uh, way to put it. But I'm an actor, and my absolute favorite pastime is going to the movies and watching movies. And uh, that's one of the things that I cannot wait to start sharing with my son as he, as he gets a little older and he's able to really appreciate and enjoy movies. I have uh, I have over 700 DVDs and Blu-rays in in, uh, in my collection, and there's so many great things that I just can't wait to experience with him and share with him. And like you know, movies from when I was a kid, and and you know, even in, in the current movies, you know, Disney movies and 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 Pixar and whatnot. But there's so many. Uh, great movies that I can't wait to to share with him and show him. So, um, the, taking him to the movies for the first time, uh, whoa! I you know I just had I was I was like a kid again going to the movies. We went to see the Monsters University movie. I'm a huge Monsters Inc. fan. It's my favorite Pixar movie. So I was thrilled that the new one was coming out. I, I absolutely love Billy Crystal. He's a huge favorite of mine. Has been my whole life, and I'm a big John uh, Goodman fan. So. When they were doing the second movie, I was so excited, and then we, my wife was like, well, "Let's let's take him. Let's see how we. Let's see if he's okay in the movie." You know, so we went to a matinee. It was the movies. It was almost leaving the theater. So we it was like, my wife and I, and another woman and her little son. So the really the movie theater was empty. We figured this is a great time and a great uh, opportunity to take him to a movie and test drive him, see if he's gonna cry, if he's gonna, you know, act, you know act up or misbehave or or you know just you know or you know i shouldn't even say misbehave just be a baby you know see how he takes to the movie theater experience um well we took him and i gotta say he was he did such a great job he, he made some sounds and uh, like his version of like i said his version of talking right now he made some sounds and um was a little vocal but for the most part i gotta say if the movie was an hour and a half he sat there pretty quiet for i'd say about an hour and 10 minutes it was really i was really surprised i i honestly didn't think he'd he'd make it more than half an hour without getting fussy or um bored you know just sitting there watching the big screen but man he lasted for about an hour and 10 then he got a little bit fussy because in all fairness it was coming around his lunchtime so he was getting kind of hungry um but you know my wife uh, she fed him she took care of him and he was he was good I gotta say, for the majority of that movie, he was he was just a, a pleasure, and I'm so glad. I, cause I feel like he really enjoyed it. You know, he might not remember the movie or what he saw, the story, or know who the characters are, but I know that he enjoyed sitting there. He was, you know, he was when he was being vocal in his own little way. It wasn't uh, like anger sounds. It was oh, it was it was a lighter, uh, happier. It was happier sound. So I'm I'm so glad that. Um, he enjoyed himself, or at least he seemed to enjoy himself. So, and that, that's important that we took him to that as our first movie, uh, because just a couple weeks ago, actually now, geez, it's almost a month ago. Time is really flying by here. Uh, a movie I had mentioned in an earlier episode uh, that I had uh, went and did a radio interview for with uh, my friend Pete. Uh, the movie's called Misery Loves Company, and you could probably find that online if you actually want to look it up and see a preview. It's also on Facebook. Um, but we had a premiere for the movie, which was huge. Uh, it was a huge opportunity for us to be seen by some different people, and just it was a fun time. It was a great time to um, celebrate with friends and family and, and, and show support for the movie, and uh, it was a great thing because the movie was actually uh, shown in an AMC theater in the in, uh, in the local um, one of our local malls over here so it was a it was a little bit scary and intimidating to see yourself on the big screen um, especially with all your friends and families sitting around you it's like you know I, I personally have a hard time watching stuff that I've done because I get very self-conscious um, so to sit there on this giant screen in an, in an AMC theater with my family and friends uh, it was a bit 
it was exciting, it was scary, it was intimidating, it was a bit overwhelming, but at the end of the day, everybody seemed to honestly enjoy it, really enjoy it, and it was a very rewarding experience. And the cool thing was, we brought my son, and again, he sat through, my wife sat in the corner by the by the exit, just in case he did um, he did start to cry or to, to be too vocal, too noisy, so she could take him out to the hallway to not disturb anybody else, but... I gotta say, man, again, he, he made it almost through the entire movie, and the only time he really got a bit fussy was when he was hungry, so, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, and as a dad who's, a, who's a, an actor and who's a, a huge movie lover, this is tremendous news for me, because this means he's gonna be, um, he's gonna be a good kid in the movies, because I, you know, there's one thing that I hate is when you, when I see parents bringing kids to movies, um, and I'm not saying you shouldn't bring your kids to movies, but there's a time and a place. Uh, you know, sometimes, well, first of all, there's content, you know, bringing your child to a movie that's inappropriate for the child to be, um, to be present for is, is one thing, uh, you know, you're not going to take your, you know, your five-year-old, at least you shouldn't take your, uh, you know, five-year-old to see a horror movie, you know, something that could really scare them, like a, a saw or the grudge or something like that. I mean, I've seen that. I've, I've been present for that. And the, the kid's crying or is, is, you know, now traumatized for life and petrified. Um, it's also, you know, like there's certain times in the night, like my son, even he's eight months old. And I've said this before, my wife and I have a, a specific bedtime for him and he's, you know, has to be in bed by 830. So I see, I've seen kids at movies that, that they shouldn't even be at in the first place. Um, at 10 o'clock at night, you know, the nutty, uh, times to have your kid out. I understand, you know, you want to go see a movie and I understand not everyone has, um, you know, like I said before, I have a very supporting family and I have a, a, a pretty large family. So I do have a number of options as far as babysitters are concerned. And I know that, you know, everyone's not as fortunate me and doesn't have that luxury, but you know, you really want to see the movie. I get it. But there's also, you know, there's also a child involved and you, you have to, you know, that's one thing I'm learning. Not that I was completely unaware of it before, but you know, it really sinks in when you have a child is you have to make some little sacrifices. So yeah, for me and my wife at the moment, we don't get to go to the movies every day, you know, or you know, at least every, I used to like to go to the movies like, you know, at least, uh, you know, twice a month or something like that. Now, uh, you know, it's few and far between. So I, I, I pick the ones I really, really want to see and we arrange a babysitter. But uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I want him, uh, I want my, to be able to take my son to the movies and I want him to be very um, polite and quiet and not talk and yell during a movie and just you know it's it's all about teaching him and teaching him at an early age when you go to the movies you have to be respectful of the people around you and not to make noise and and talk and carry on you know you're at a movie your people have paid to see this movie you've paid to see this movie and you everyone should hear everything and see everything and enjoy everything that's going on and you could save the talking for later so you know i <laughs> i'm a bit of a stickler and i'm very strict about talking during movies um, I have a, you know, my belief is you can only see something for the first time once, which sounds like a, a really dumb statement, but it's very true. You know, the first time you see a horror movie that, you know, that really scares you, you know, when you know when the scares are coming, it's not as scary. Or when you see like a sixth sense and there's a big twist at the end, you know, you can only experience that one time. You can only be truly surprised or entertained. I shouldn't say entertained. You can only be truly surprised um once you know you get that one initial time every every other time you watch that film you're going to know when things are coming so you know i always try to tell people you know even adults that i go to the movies with i've yelled to friends of mine shut your phone off or stop talking or you know just you know be polite have some you know, what i call movie and theater etiquette it's, it's i think it's very important and i think it's it's important to teach our kids that to have boundaries and teach them when they're in certain public places or certain um public situations there's a way to behave you know, and that's not that's not uh, you know something selling yourself out or or conforming. I know some people get really crazy with this type of stuff. You know, oh, well, you know, it's my movie. I could, you know, I'm seeing it too, and I could say what I want. Well, no, not really. There's, you know, that's a conversation for a different podcast. But that's um, it's a you know, touchy subject with me, and I just I want my son to be um, knowledgeable about how to behave and how to carry himself as as a child. Um, and then in, into his young adult and his adulthood, and how to behave in certain situations. And that's not saying you can't have fun, you can't enjoy yourself, or you can't be yourself. But I want him to know how to conduct himself. You know, I like I work 
in a retail uh, atmosphere, and I see kids running around throwing stuff on the floor. Uh, you know, just like like you know, uh, I work for a clothing store, so I see kids hitting each other with hangers, and parents are just ignoring the behavior; they're not even paying attention. And I think you know, besides the fact that the child could get hurt, uh, you have to teach your, your kids not to behave that way because how, as reckless and as unaware of themselves as they are as children, that's going to transform and become an adult, an unaware adult, and that's when it's going to start to be dangerous. And that's why we have so many. Um, idiotic uh, people running about is because they're not taught. They're not. That's basically what it is. They're not taught at a young age of how to behave and how to conduct themselves. But like I said, that's a whole uh, that's a whole separate thing. But uh, like I said, my son he's got this tremendous personality, and it's really starting to shine through. And uh, people are, are really uh, really taken to him. And um, one of the uh, one of the funny things about him is I don't understand. This just happened the other day. Is uh, I, you know, he like I said, he stands up in the crib sometimes, and he, uh, you know, he he waits for you, to you know, he'll wait for me to come in the room. And I had said, uh, I had said this to uh, uh, some friends of mine the other day. I was explaining the situation to them. I I mentioned something similar in another episode of the show, but uh, you know, he recognizes me. I've established that before. But now, like in the mornings, when I when my wife my wife wakes up and she takes care of him initially and she sets him up for the day, and then when she's about to leave for work, she puts him down for his nap. So that way, when he wakes up again, I which is around ten o'clock in the morning, is I get up and that's where my shift begins, and I start uh, taking care of him. But now he knows, you know, just by um, by routine and by behavior that okay around around this time you know not that he knows what you know what he doesn't have a watch but around this time he knows the feeling that i'm going to come in and pick him up and come downstairs and feed him so one morning i open the door and he's standing in his crib and he hears the doorknob so he's looking towards the door and i open it and he's standing there with just the biggest smile on his face and he's just laughing and he knows he knew, he, knew, he knew that dad was coming to get him. And, they, it, you know, I see it every morning. He does it every morning. And it just brightens me up. I can't stop smiling. I start laughing. And it really puts me in such a good mood for the rest of the day. Whatever happens after that with work and whatnot, it, you know, may ruin that mood. But my son really sets me up um, to be in a great mood every day. And now it's like it's become so – he does it every day. Um that I, I'm so excited to go get him in the morning. You know, not not that I wasn't before. It sounds terrible, but uh, I'm really like it, it's a it's something I look forward to during the day. I, I can't wait to go see go in that room because I know when I go in that room, he's gonna be smiling and he's gonna be waiting to see me, and it makes me feel good. And it just makes me not not just makes me feel good because he's excited to see me, but just because he's excited. You know, he's like he's a it just proves that he is a happy baby. He really, truly is just a happy kid, and I want to help preserve that for as long as I possibly can. Um, so, yeah, so he'll stand up in there, and he'll wait for me. Uh, he also, he'll tend to, you know, not it's not crying, but he makes these noises. Uh, ooh, like these little moaning noises. And it, I, I figure, in my mind, I always think it's like his way of trying to tell me, okay, Dad, come get me. I'm waiting. So it's so cute to hear these little noises and he's got like I said such a personality uh, one morning I took a little too long to go get him and I don't know how he's done this but he has a little mobile in, uh, in his crib above you know obviously hanging above him and it's got monkeys on it that's one of the themes of his room is little monkeys uh, and he took the turning part like the monkeys all, you know there's the four corners and there's four little monkeys on it that go around and around he took the piece off and not only took the piece off from the the top of the mobile but he opened it and like separated he, he, he took it off and separated it into pieces and I still don't know how he's done it but it, it he's taken it off twice he's separated the pieces once and it just it blew my mind that he was able to without breaking it he took it apart it, I don't know maybe he's going to be some kind of um a handyman or I don't know someone who fixes things or builds things but um, it's just it's so cool to see that he he's like alright dad you're taking too long I'll just amuse myself and just take this whole thing apart uh, but yeah he's a funny a funny little kid um, the f other thing that he does is, is so great 
and my wife and I get a kick out of it. Um, is every night before he goes to sleep, we read him a story, put his pajamas on, and well, well, put his pajamas on. We make sure we teach him how to put away his toys because he has these little toy bins. And like I said, the same thing about the movies. It's teaching them. It's a you know you you have to take every moment in in the day that you spend with with your child. Take every moment that you spend together and, and see what you could teach them in that moment. Because that's all it takes is a moment. Just to teach them something really quickly. It's, it's teaching them something and then just being consistent about it. And that's really all it is. And you see how much they, they can actually learn and how much they're capable of. So every night, my wife is like, all right, well, make sure, you know, you know if, I, if she's not there, make sure he knows to put his toys away. You talk to him, explain, okay, when I'm putting this toy here and this goes back here. And then that way when he gets a little bit older and he can do these things on his own, he'll start putting away his own toys. And it's teaching him how to be, how to clean up after himself and how to clean his room and how to, you know, again, how to just, how to behave in certain situations. Is when it's bedtime, we put all our things away. We clean up after ourselves. We're polite. And then we go to bed. So, you know, we put his pajamas on. We put away his toys. And then we read him a story. And we let him pick. I mean, obviously, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't know what he's picking. But the first book he grabs is the one we read. And, you know, again, it's like teaching him how to make a selection. We say, pick a book, and he'll, you know, we put him in front of the books, he'll reach out and grab something, and that's the one we read. Um, so we read him a book, and then my wife will do it. If she's not home and I have him at bedtime, then I'll do it. But we sing to him. And my wife sings one specific song. I sing another specific song. But the funny thing is, is when he gets really tired, my son, you put the pacifier in his mouth, he starts to hum to himself. And then obviously not the tune that we sing to him, but he just makes these, uh, he makes these little sounds like he's trying to sing himself to sleep. So we know that the things that we're doing with him, even though this might seem ridiculous to some people, like, oh, you, you, you read to him now or you sing to him now. or Yeah, because he, he's retaining it. He knows that when he gets sleepy, he can sing himself a little song or someone will sing to him and it soothes him and it puts him to sleep. So, you know, everything you do during a day, whether you realize it or not, whether you think it or not, has an impact on him or her. Has you know those things that you you do and say and the way you behave have an impact on your child. You know there's a there's a a saying that that I've seen a lot on the internet recently and like social media sites and whatnot. And they say um, you know it's it's not about what you say to your child; it's what you do to or in front of your child. And I think that's absolutely true. It's, 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 you know, you could say, oh, don't do this. But the child is going to pick up on what, what he or she sees you doing, not so much what you say. Uh, so it's very important, uh, you know, also for you, for your behavior, um, to, to watch what you, you're putting out there in front of your child. Watch the behavior you're showing your child. You know, if you're rude in the movies, the child will be rude in the movies. If you don't clean up after yourself, your child's not going to clean up after him or herself. So, you know, if, if you if you have a certain expectation for your child and you want your child to be a certain way, then you have to get on the same page and then you have to be that. You have to lead by example and do these things by example. And uh, it'll be that much easier for you and for the child. So that's my little that's my little speech uh, about that. But, you know, like we, we, we want to take my wife and I want to take my son out and, and, and bring him out early into social situations. We take him out to restaurants and we sit him down. You know, at first, you know, we have to hold him, but now he's big enough he can sit in the high chairs, and, and you know, now that we've taught him to feed himself, uh, you know, my, my wife does a lot of reading up on, on uh, the baby and, 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 you know, everything baby-related, step-by-step, you know, you know, she gets these little emails, at this age, your baby should be doing this, and this baby, uh, this age, your baby should be doing that, so we, um... You know, she reads up on it, and then she passes on the information, and then we try to put some of these things into play. You know, we don't we don't follow everything that they tell us to do. We we follow the things that we, we think would be appropriate for our family, and we move forward with them. And one of the things that she had read up on and and, and uh, said was that we should um, in the evening he we feed him some kind of fruits or vegetables, uh, um, you know, Gerber foods and you know little baby foods. So we feed him a little bit of that, and um, and then my wife and I will go to eat our dinner. But they, what they have said to uh, in the articles that she's read is that what you should do is give the baby some little hand foods, like little uh, some Cheerios he could pick up, or some little you know, little snacks that he you know that are suitable for his age, but that he could pick up and feed himself. That way, you can eat 
and he has something to occupy himself and he could feed himself and that way he's learning to eat dinner with you as opposed to you trying to shovel your food in your mouth and and, and you know you're trying to take care of your kid at the same time and it works really really well uh so now i i'm a creature of habit and uh this plays into me saying that you know you've got to lead and do things by example uh is uh, i'm a i'm a big uh i'm guilty of this i'm a i'm a big time fan of eating in front of the television i'll sit on the couch i'll put my plate on the coffee table and i eat in front of the television and it's really a terrible thing uh so what I did was, you know, my dining room table was basically holding, a, you know, just a, a whatever nonsense, you know, happens during the day. It usually ends up on top of the, uh, the dining room table. So I cleaned off the dining room table and I made all this room for her and I said, you know what, we're going to eat here as a family. And I think it's very important that I teach my son and my, me and my wife teach my son to sit down and have a meal together and enjoy each other as a family. And I think it's very important and to spend some time with him and show him the proper way to eat. And because uh, you know, what I what Dad does is wrong, I'm I admit it, I'm wrong. I should not sit in front of the television and eat. Maybe once in a while it's okay to have like a free night, you know, like a little break from the table, maybe watch a movie and get and get a pizza, you know. Maybe that's okay. But you know, I, I want my son to know um, more traditional ways of doing things. Maybe stuff that I stopped doing since I live on my own, and I'm not, you know, I don't live at home anymore. And you know, you know, being a single guy in an apartment or you know, you you, try, you know, you kind of the traditional things kind of go out the window sometimes. But now that I have a family and I have a home, uh, I want my son to know some of the more traditional values of things and just sit down and eat as a family. So we clean up the table, we pull his high chair next to us, and we put our plates down and we feed him his fruits and vegetables first, and then we start to eat our meal, and then we give him the little finger foods, the little hand foods, and he feeds himself, and it's really been working out quite great. And we, you know, he doesn't really interrupt us. Um, and we can go about our business and finish our meal, and it's a great time. And this is the one time that my my dogs actually really take to my son because he's sitting in the high chair, and if his hands are hanging over the side, he happens to have something in his hand. Well, they think it's a great opportunity to lick his fingers and to uh, try to take the food from him. And my son just loves the dog so much that when they lick him, he just he gets excited. He laughs, so he giggles and he laughs to himself. And he enjoys the dog, so they're slowly bonding, and I think they're realizing he's not so scary, minus that uh, that insane grip he has on their hair. Uh, you know, go back to my son's personality really quickly. The one of the things I I, I you just I can laugh about it for for days is he uh, for whatever reason I pick him up and I lay him on the changing table and I'm, I start to change his diaper, and recently he's been making these funny little noises and it's, it sounds like. <laughs> And he's smiling. I, I like. I keep saying to my wife that he's working on his laugh. He's trying to decide what his laugh should sound like. But that it really seems like that seems like what he's doing is he's sitting there and he's like, <laughs> he's kind of like throaty laughing to himself, and it, it just cracks me up. And I, I just think it's the funniest thing in the world. And he's he started to do it for other people too, with other people. He'll be smiling and he'll make those sounds. Like my sister witnessed it, and she you know thought it was hilarious. But it's so great to see this little guy's personality coming out. Um, so that really was, uh, yeah. It's just a, it's a fun thing. It's you know you see your baby and you, you know, obviously you love your baby and you love your child and you know you you teach them stuff. But then when, once they get to a certain point where they start to have that their own personality and the personality starts to shine through, it, it's so incredible because uh, it's going to sound stupid, but. It, it's like they're becoming a person, like a, like <laughs> uh, like their own individual person, and it's just astonishing to see it just it just blossom out of nowhere. So it's a it's a really rewarding thing. But um, but yeah, I was saying earlier, you know, I we had the movie premiere. The movie premiere went well. My family was there. Some friends were there. Um, and it's cool that I got I can I can say that my son was there. My son was there watching his dad on the big screen. So, uh, you know. It was a fun, rewarding experience to have everybody there, and he was well-behaved, and no one complained or said, oh, there's a, that baby was crying or n nothing like that. No one said a word. It was it was, it was was really nice to see that, that the stuff that we're teaching him is starting to pay off, and he knows how to behave in restaurants and movie theaters, and 
And obviously he's going to know if he starts crying, you know, because I don't like when I go out to a restaurant and there's a a child screaming and carrying on and and the parents don't do anything about it or the parents yell and or or hit them and then they cry worse. Uh, You know, when I'm out at a restaurant or in the movie theater or whatever with my wife and if my son starts to to get cranky or to, to, you know, start to have a little fit. We take him outside, as you know, as to not interrupt everybody. And and as he gets older, I want him to understand that the reason why we're doing that is because it's it's rude to the other people who are in the restaurant or the theater or, or wherever you are. And uh, you know, and he'll learn. Okay, we don't do that in here. And then you know, I think I think it's just going to help. You know, because if you think about it, it really can't hurt. So um, just something something to think about there. Uh, but. He's uh he's he's doing great. He's good. The crawling, the walking, the teeth. You know, he's got the walker. He still jumps around the bouncy chair every once in a while. Uh, he's got an obsession though with uh with cell phones and with the remote control. I don't know what it is. I mean, the cell phone it lights up, so that can be kind of interesting and kind of uh, grab his eye. But he's loves the remote control. So I, you know, I mean, he's a man's man, I guess. You. He wants to hold the remote. He's always going for my remote, so I actually I bought him a little uh, Sesame Street remote. You press the buttons, and it teaches you numbers and whatnot. But I figured, hey, if you want a remote, I might as well get you one that's going to teach you something. Uh, man, so one of the greatest things um, that I looked forward to when I knew that I was going to become a dad, and even before I knew I was going to have a child, when I... You know, just when I was, uh, you know, single, and then when I was married, I, I've always wanted to have a child. I, I always knew I wanted to be a dad, um, and I always wanted a son. Not not saying I don't want a daughter, but you know, I always wanted a son, and I wanted to have a son first. Uh, I'm a I come from a big family, and the first child of eight, and I'm the oldest, uh, obviously. So you know, I'm the older, I'm the oldest brother, and I look after all the younger siblings, and I wanted that too. I know, you know my wife and I decided that we want to have three kids. And um, I always wanted to have a son first, so they could have an old, you know the other kids could have an older brother, somebody to, to look after them, and that's just that's just the way I felt about it. And I uh, thrilled, I was completely thrilled when I found out I was having a son. But I was always looking forward to Halloween. Halloween is my absolute favorite holiday. I, I it, hands down, I just love. I love. First of all, I love the season. I love the fall. I got married in the fall. I have a lot of good memories um, that are uh, that are fall related. Uh, but uh, you know, my the biggest thing for me in the fall is Halloween night. It's absolutely my all time favorite holiday, and I was so excited because when I I when Halloween comes up, I go all out. The house is always decorated, carve pumpkins, watch horror movies, you know, and I still to this day go trick or treating. I go with my younger siblings. It's a tradition. We meet up. Um, around my mom's house and all the kids go out and you know I don't really go out and get candy you know some people give me some which is very nice and I do appreciate that I have the biggest sweet tooth in the world but um, I love I love dressing up for Halloween so every year I go all out with, with whether it be uh, an elaborate costume or, or face makeup or you know my wife and I you know we went to, you know since we've been together we we usually do like a themed costume. We do something together. So this year, I finally got to do a family costume with my son. I was my son's first Halloween, and I I was, oh man, what what a great October was great for me. Taking my son to the movies for the first time and his first Halloween <laughs> for me, two of my favorite things. And it was just it was just amazing. We dressed up the little guy as Yoda, so uh, he looked adorable. Everybody loved it. I went as Luke Skywalker. My wife went as Princess Leia, and we did a nice little Star Wars family costume. And it went over like gangbusters, man. Everybody loved it. But just it was just so exciting for me. I, it's something I've waited for my entire life. I, I've always, always wanted to take my kids trick or treating because it's it's my it was my favorite holiday, my favorite thing to do, and I could not wait to pass it on to my uh to my family to my sons and it's uh it was such a good feeling and uh and he he seemed to have a good time and everybody he was he was out with people like i said he's very personable he likes being around people uh he didn't get scared or cry any of the masks or any of the scary things he saw nothing frightened him so i guess that means he's uh he's like his dad he likes scary things um but, oh, it's such a it's it's so great when when you love something so much and you get to share it and and pass it on to your children or your family or or even a friend or somebody else and you can share something that you love so much with somebody else 
and have them enjoy it. It's a great feeling, and it's it's that times ten when it comes to when it comes to your own child. So uh, Halloween was a big success, and he actually he got a couple things he could eat. He got some he got some little cookies and pretzels, some stuff we could break up and and mash up for him, and he can enjoy. So at least he gets to enjoy his first trick or treat. You know, and then maybe next year, you know, year after, he could start with some of the candy. But uh, I, I think he had a good time. He was, and he was very good with the costume. He didn't try to. A couple times, he tried to pull off the little Yoda ears that he was wearing. But the, for the most part, he was comfortable, and it was a warm costume. So it was a, it was a bit of a chilly Halloween, and not, not as, as cold as years past. But he was warm, and he enjoyed himself. And I carried him on my back for four hours, <laughs> in the papoose, but. Uh, my back's still hurting, but I, I guess say hey, that's the that's the trade-off, right? You know, I, I took the sacrifice. My wife carried him for nine months. I can carry him for four hours, so uh, I guess it's my little uh, my little thank you to my wife. Uh, but he had a great time. My wife had a great time. The family enjoyed it, and uh, we got a lot of compliments. You know, people people were stopping in the streets, ask us to stop and take a you know. Could I you know I don't know I know you don't know us, but would you mind if uh, we took a photo of you guys? And so. We posted some people. It was it was such a nice feeling, and I, that's the that's that's the old that's the underlying feeling that I want my son to have and to understand. Like Halloween can be so much fun. Yes, there are crazy people out there who do silly, stupid things, and there's all the kids with the shaving cream and the eggs, which I can't stand. Which is my son will know growing up that we don't do that on Halloween. That's not part of the tradition. That's I don't know, I know there's some people out there who love that sort of thing. I just I think it's stupid and I don't like it. And I think trick-or-treating is the better way to go. So I, I, my son will be raised with trick-or-treating, not hitting people with eggs in the face and shaving cream and destroying people's property. So, um, but yeah, but the, the feeling that I wanted to capture, the feeling that I want him to have is, is, is just people enjoying each other's costumes, people talking to each other. Like normally I'd walk down the street and I probably wouldn't say a word to some of these people. But they enjoyed my costume, or I enjoy their costume, or, you know, just saying trick-or-treat, or just saying happy Halloween, it, it creates a sense of, uh, of community, and, and, and is socializing, and as again, I want to teach my son some great social skills, and I, you know, it's, you know, to be polite, and to say thank you, and, you know, I had said something to a friend of mine the other day about this, like, you know, I've seen people who go trick-or-treating with their kids, and the kids just walk up, and they take the candy, or just take their bag out, and they don't even... They don't even say trick or treat. You know, sometimes they don't even say happy Halloween. It's just a, it's it's almost like a, well, it's to be expected. You know, all right, well, give me my candy. But no, it's it, traditions are important, and I think that we have to start establishing that. You know, I went into a, a rant on my personal Facebook page the other day about people who complain and say, oh, Halloween, oh, Halloween wasn't good this year, or Halloween was terrible this year, or there's nothing good going on. Well, make something good going on. You know, or, or I hear a lot of people always say. Oh, well, Christmas and all the holidays and Halloween, they're always better when we were kids. They were better when you were kids because people around you made it important. They decorated the houses, or they took you trick-or-treating, or they put up a Christmas tree, or they had a nice Thanksgiving Day turkey. Traditions have to be carried on. If you want to enjoy holidays like you had as a child, you have every opportunity. You know if you think about it, if, if everyone just does one thing around the holidays, then everyone will be doing something around the holidays. So if you put up a tree, or if you go carve a pumpkin, or if you you go to the Thanksgiving Day Parade, if everyone participates in an activity, then there's stuff going on. You know, if there's uh, someone throws a Halloween party, or someone throws a Christmas party, or a New Year's Eve party, or if someone you know, carves a pumpkin, you're participating. You know, and you want to... I personally... I, for whatever holiday it is, Thanksgiving, Halloween, Valentine's, Christmas, whatever, my wife and I made it a point when we got our house to put up the decorations on the first of the month. That way you can enjoy them all month long. And it sets up tradition. It sets up um, just a good feeling. You know, it's something that's different. It's something to celebrate and and be a part of, you know, and I think that's important. I want, I want, I had great holidays as a kid and I want my son to have great holidays as a kid. And I want him to have all the fun traditions that I've had. So this year we carved a pumpkin together, which is another big first for me. Man, I you know, I just, 
oh, I love that I get to do all this stuff with my son, you know, and obviously he couldn't really hold the pumpkin cutter and he, you know, he tried to eat some of the seeds and some of the insides because that's what he does. He tries to put everything in his mouth, but I did it with him, you know, and then next year we'll do it again, you know, and, th- and we actually went pumpkin picking. We, we went out to the fields and he had a blast. We went through a corn maze and, um, he picked out, you know, he picked out pumpkins and he was touching the pumpkins and, and holding the pumpkins and, and he had a great time. He had a good day out. And we went to the botanical gardens, and he saw all the decorated pumpkins and all the nice little festive stuff that they did for Halloween at the gardens. And he had a great time there too. So we just want to teach him to to go out and participate in things, to be social, to carry on traditions. I think this is all stuff that's very very important. And now that the holidays are coming up. You know, I, I get I get upset when I see people bash the holidays. I say, oh, the holidays suck, or the holidays are terrible, or you know, oh. Nobody does anything fun, or they're not as good as they used to be. Well, they can be as good as they used to be. You just have to take some initiative and start participating and start doing things and carry on the traditions. And if you don't want to get dressed up on Halloween and go trick-or-treating, that's okay. You have every right not to do that. But, you know, if you're sitting home and you're watching TV and the kids ring your doorbell, buy a bag of candy. Pass some candy out. Participate in any way you feel comfortable, but participate. That's all, because you're making a kid's day. You know, a kid's going to walk up, ring your bell. He's excited. He's got a costume on. He wants to get some candy. What does it cost you? Ten bucks? You buy some candy? You know, five bucks? Come on, participate. That's my thing. And that's what I want to teach my son. Participate in life. Enjoy life. Live. Do things. You know, have experiences. I want my son to have every experience that I've had and more. You know, travel. Go see places. Go to museums. Go to a concert. Go to a baseball game participate in your life because it's your life you know you're only going to get one so enjoy every minute of it and pass these things on from from generation to generation and just enjoy yourself and that that's the best advice and the best tip that i can give and that's the stuff i want my that's the stuff i want my son to know i want him to grow up uh you know just enjoying himself and say hey you know what over the years, my dad, my mom, they took me here, and they took me there, and boy, we had a great time. And my son will have a lifetime of memories to look, you know, to look back on, and that I did a good job. You know, if my son can say, hey, dad, you know what? My childhood was great. You know, we did a lot of fun stuff. I'll be happy. I'll be happy if he looks back and he says, yeah, I remember when you took me here, or you took me there, or remember when we did this? That's the stuff. You know, when I'm an old man, and, uh, you know, I'm sitting in my rocking chair with my grandkids on my knee. <laughs> I want I want him to look back and say, we did a lot of fun stuff together, Dad. And Mom and, and, and Grandmom and Grandpop and whoever. I want him to say, man, I had fun with my family. Because that's what it's all about. You know, at the end of the day, it's just you and your family. And you make the most of every day. So I'm very excited for my son because he's going to finally meet his grandfather. Uh, his well, I mean, he knows obviously knows my dad. He sees my dad like every day, but he's gonna meet my wife's father. My wife's father uh, lives in Florida, so he we don't see him every day. So he's coming up for his. He comes up once a year, tries to make a you know like a week stay of it, and he's coming up in a couple of days. So my son's gonna meet his other grandfather. So I'm very excited for him, and um, and he got to see his great grandma for the second time. So he's been a busy little guy, and I'm very happy that he's getting to see his family members. And uh, getting to know them, and that's very important. I, I know, growing up as a kid, I had I have a ton of cousins, and you know what? I could pass some of them in the street, and I wouldn't even know them. And I think that's terrible, you know. So I want my son to know his family. I want him to to enjoy them and spend time with them. And and if, and you know, I feel so rewarded, you know, and blessed that I have him. You know, like I love my son. I'm so glad he's my son, and I want everyone else to be able to enjoy him. You know, so I, I'm glad. That he's getting really to meet, you know, all of his family members, or at least the ones that are still with us, you know. So I'm glad he's uh, he's getting to meet everybody. But um, yeah, we've covered a lot in this episode. Uh, oh, the other the other big thing that's happened, uh, my son, uh, we had him baptized yesterday. That was his his big day, his big baptism. So my sister and uh, my wife's brother. Uh, they're uh, his godparents, and um, man, he was so good during that even. Uh, it's such a, you know, I feel like the work that my wife and I put in and, and, and teaching him how to socialize, which I think is so important, it really paid off. You know, the, you know, uh, you know our, our 
priest, Father Patrick, he he took uh, he took my son and he held him over the the water and he baptized his head with the water and the oil, and my son didn't cry. He he, he had a bit of a strange face on, a little look of concern. But my but my son he, he didn't cry. He really he was just was really a good sport about the whole thing. They they pour the water over his head and put the oil and. He just took it in stride, and people commented on it, like, "Wow, you know, babies usually scream and cry and carry on." He's like, he was so calm. He was so, and it's I think because he likes people. I think my son truly likes people, and I think that's so important because over the years we become jaded and we become angry, and uh, you know, me especially sometimes I, I, you know, I, I just I don't like being out in public. I don't like big crowds. People tend to to irritate me and get on my nerves, and I don't want my son to be like that. As as much as, as much as I'm like that, and you know, it, you know, I, I like I'm a bit of a, a homebody, and I like to go out late at night. I shop at 24-hour stores, and and you know, that, that that's me. I want my son to be a people person. I want my son to be a, a good socializer. I want him to. I want him to enjoy the people's company. You know, but I want him. I also want him to be a good person. You know, and I want him to enjoy the company of good people. So and hopefully, if I teach him how to so, you know socialize, my wife and I teach him how to socialize. I should say, um, he'll pick good friends. You know, he'll pick quality friends. Uh, he won't pick people that that'll um, influence him wrong, or um, you know, be the bad crowd or the wrong kids. Or hopefully, he'll. If I teach him and my wife and I teach him how to socialize and how to be a good person, then hopefully he'll attract good people and he'll have positive, strong people in his life, and he'll have good friends. Like I have some. I, you know, I have some of the greatest friends in the world, and I can honestly say that I have some friends of mine that would do anything for me, and I'm very fortunate, you know. But I, I like to think that part of that is also me. You know, I chose them, I chose to be friends with them and associate with them and and keep in contact with them over the years, and I think they chose me because I'm a good person. And I chose them because they're good people, and I think that's that's how good friendships work. I've had friends, I've been friends with certain people for 15 years, you know. I've been friends with other people longer than that. You know, even though I might not see them every day or be able to talk to them every day, I have some friends that go back with me to my childhood, and I want that for my son. I want my son to have friends that he can grow up with and, and build a life with and and have, a, you know, not just a, a great family structure and support system, but a great friend structure and support system. And, uh, you know, I, I hope that all the little socializing things that we're doing with him really, really pay off and really help out. And so far, they seem like they are because... After his baptism yesterday, we had a nice party back at the house. You know, the fa- uh, all of our family and uh, uh, just one or two close friends uh, came by. It was a very, very uh, small get together, and you know, a ton of different people were passing him and holding him and doing stuff with him and playing with him. And he didn't cry with anybody. He was laughing with everybody. Uh, he was trying to eat everybody's food. You know, he put it out for a nap. When he came out, when he came out from his nap, my wife brought him back downstairs from his nap. And he was all smiles again. He was like, "Hey, everybody's still in my living room." He just had this big smile on. He has a little, this cute little suit my sister bought him, and he just, he was like, uh, he was like, you know, he was like the center of attention, the head of the party, and I'm so happy for him, and I'm so glad he had a great time, and I'm so glad and fortunate that I have a great support system. Not just for me, but for my son. There's a you know, so many people love him and and uh, look out for him and want what's best for him, and I I, I couldn't be happier. So um, a little bit about uh, the acting world. I know I, I touch on this every once in a while, stuff that's going on with me and my career. Um, so yeah, we had the big premiere for that movie. Um, I know in, in uh, a past episode I had mentioned that me and a friend uh, a friend of mine were putting together our own sketch comedy show. Well, we are, and that's still fully uh, still in full swing. And uh, we're making some good strides. We got a couple good videos up on YouTube. If you're anyone's interested out there and want to check it out, it's called "Don't Touch That Dial." You can find us on YouTube. You can subscribe to our channel. Um, some fun, entertaining stuff. We put a couple things up for Halloween, and we got a bunch more things in the pro- uh, in the works that'll be up in the near near future. So I've got that going on. I'm currently in a um, a local production of Neil Simon's Barefoot in the Park, so that's going to go up in about two weeks. So um, it's exciting, but it's also draining. You know, I, 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 I'm a stay-at-home dad during the day. I watch my son every day. Um, most nights I go to work at night, and then the nights that I do have free, I'm at play rehearsal now. So it's I have my son, I have work, just play rehearsal, and then I work on my sketch show with my friend. I'm trying to 
trying to be on top of the podcast. I know I've slipped a little bit. I, I always apologize for that because I feel like if I'm going to do this, well, then I need to do with all of my energy. And that's how I feel about everything. If I'm going to bother doing something, excuse me, if I'm going to bother doing something, I should do it to the fullest of my power and, and to the best of my ability. Um, so a couple other announcements. Um, I, I had an audition for an off-Broadway show, which is... Um, in its very beginning stages, and I got a part in that, so that's very exciting. It's the, the opportunities and the possibilities there um, could be could be really good stuff for my career, and it could be good stuff to um, take my acting career to the next level. So uh, I don't have much information on that right now. Uh, like I said, it's in the very beginning stages, and uh, I'm in the, I'm basically in with this thing on the ground floor. So it's we're in the fundraising, workshopping building a buzz, getting attention to put this thing up. So uh, I'm very fortunate for that opportunity. Um, yeah, so I mean, that's a great thing to look forward to. And then uh, lastly, um, but also real important, I just celebrated with my wife our second wedding anniversary. So, um, you know, going two years strong. <laughs> uh, I love my wife more than ever. Uh, I, I couldn't do any of the things that I try to do or or actually do without my wife's love and support. I mean, she really is um, the best woman that I know, and I really couldn't do anything um, without her support. I mean, she really does help me out to no end. Uh, there's, there isn't enough good things I could possibly say about her. Um, she's tremendous. And maybe one day I'll have her on the podcast. So um, maybe we'll talk to Mom, even though it's, even though it's the first time Father's podcast. Maybe we'll have a, a first-time uh, first time mom on, and we'll we'll chat with mommy one day. Um, but yeah, uh, just another little bit of news. Um, I found out that I'm going to be a first time uncle. So I found this out a little while ago, but my sister and her boyfriend wanted to keep it under wraps for a while. So I promised I wouldn't say anything. But now it's okay. It's out in the open. So now I'll go ahead and I'll brag. I'm going to be a first-time uncle. So uh, I think one of our first guests. I know I keep saying I want to have guests, and just between my schedule. And uh, the schedule of some of my friends, is, it's almost near impossible to get somebody on. But I will, I promise, I will get people um, to come and chat with us, other dads to chat with us and open this up um, to a bigger conversation. Uh, I'm going to see if I can get my uh, my future brother-in-law on the show and we'll talk about uh, we'll talk about his impending fatherhood. So that's a very exciting uh, proposition. So uh, lastly, I want to say that most nights when I'm here with my son, or most days when I'm here with my son, um, I tell him I love him. I tell him I love him a, 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 about 50 times a day, and it seems like it's not enough. I love that kid, and I'll sit here and I'll talk to him, and I'll talk to him not like a child. Like, I don't do baby talk. I think that's degrading, and I don't think it helps um, the child's verbal skills or his, um, you know, his, rep you know, his um, recognition of words. So I don't. We don't do baby talk, but I talk to him. Um, we're silly, we, we play around, but I talk to him like he's a person, like he's an average, normal, not a child, just an average adult. I just talk to him, and hopefully that'll help his his verbal skills. And uh, one thing I realize is that I could say anything to him, you know? I'm not, not like I'm telling him deep, dark secrets, but I could say anything I want to him. I could tell him I love him, I could tell him he's handsome, I could tell him I had a rough day. Uh, you know, and it's like he obviously he can't respond yet, and he doesn't respond. And he just looks at me sometimes with like a like a face. I'm like, what are you saying to me? But the point of me saying all this is that at this moment in time, my son is eight months old, and I could say anything to him. And the one thing I hope that continues through our lives together is that no matter how old he gets, that I could always say anything to him. I hope that. We have this open communication with each other, and I hope that uh, he knows that I love him no matter what he does or who he is, and that, you know, over the years, no matter what problem comes up or what situation comes up, I, I just want him to know that he can say anything to me and that I can say anything to him, and I just want him to, I just hope that's, that's the way it is forever between us, that, um, you know, Dad could say anything to you, so... I want him to know that he can say anything to dad. And that's it. I, I think I'm going to leave it on that note. So I, I wish everybody well. Uh, I hope uh, everyone's um, parenting experience is going as, as great as mine. 
Um, and if anyone wants to get in contact with me or you want to follow us on Twitter, you can. It's at First Time Father, one word, and that's F. The I in first is actually a number one, so that's F one R S T T I M E F A T H E R. It's at First Time Father on Twitter. And um, if you guys have any questions or you want to send us an email or anything like that, you guys are more than welcome to do that. You can email us at ftfather at gmail.com. So um, I think that's a good episode for today. I'm going to leave it at that. You guys have a, uh, have a great time raising those kids, and we'll talk to you soon.